0: Alright, so for this bonus content, we wanted to explore a little bit more about mana, or mana, or however you say it. I feel like my mom always said mana, and it always annoyed me, and so I thought it should be mana. I don't know. Well, because you uh, knew the classic and...
1: 1994 video game, or whatever, obviously. Did she like,
0: really? How did you, how'd you do with that guess? I wonder.
1: I, I, I actually don't know. I can look it up again.
0: Secret of Mana, Super Nintendo. When did it come out? Nineteen ninety-three. Wow, so close. You were really close.
2: Well
1: done. So
0: close. Jeez, I'm really impressed. Well, it was um, a great game. I loved it. But but before we got to that, I did want to talk to you guys a little bit about Hoarfrost.
1: Yeah, please oh, do great. because what in the world is that?
0: Yes. So Hoarfrost, also known as Radiation Frost, what? which is Bonkers.
1: Did they have any yes. radioactive material back in the day?
0: I think this means more that it's radiating out from something rather than like okay. you being know, a radioactive uranium. <laughs> Yeah. So this is a specific type of frost that's ice crystals that are deposited on the ground mm-hmm. or on objects like leaves or wires or things like that and they form on cold clear nights when the heat radiates out into the open air faster than it can be replaced from nearby sources such as wind or warm objects mm-hmm. and so basically it's like the warmth kind of comes out and i guess that like the condensation with it gets frozen okay. i guess is the idea um so objects cool to below the frost point of the surrounding air which is below the freezing point of water, and um, it creates these little icicles, basically.
2: Okay. So, but but the important part is that the mana was compared to hoarfrost. So you got to tell me exactly what that actually like looks like or seems like. Is it just like covering everything? Is it spiky? It's part of the new. Um,
0: yeah it's it's very like crystally looking. Okay. Um, so like I'm looking at a picture of it here. Um, And what's interesting is that the hoarfrost can appear on the ground. And actually, like I'm seeing here, there's a picture of hoarfrost on top of snow. Oh. So it can even, like, show up on top of something that's already frozen, I guess. But they're like little crystals, Mm -hmm. like little kind of shards, almost. So... I'm curious about that stuff that you were talking about during the episode.
2: Like the insect that, insect extract.
0: Yeah, what it what it looks like. What it's... This
2: implies it was maybe a little bit spiky.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And there's there's different types of whore. <laughs> I mean we
1: all know that. Hello. <laughs> Goodness, this could get awkward, but okay.
0: Right, but there's air whore, which is whore that shows up on things like tree branches and plant stems and things like that, and there's surface whore. Um, which...
2: Are there whores of all the elements, would you say?
0: No, no. The four elements of a whore are air, surface, crevasse, and depth.
2: I mean, <laughs> Wait, it sounds like brand to me. What is the,
1: what is the depth whore?
2: I don't know. I would definitely categorize myself as a depth whore, and I don't even know what it is.
1: Oh, that's
0: kind of cool. So depth whore are faceted crystals that have, have slowly grown large within, like, caves and things like that. Depth whore crystals grow continuously at the expense of neighboring smaller crystals, mm. so typically are visibly stepped and have faceted hollows. That does sound it sounds like really you. really
2: cool. Th- <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally kidding. <laughs> no, I embrace it.
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely. But it sounds like these people were probably dealing with surface whore, which are fern-like Ice crystals. Hmm. So I think like little ferns, like little...
2: That would support the kind of algae theory of mm. mana being more this algae or lichenous uh, kind of substance, like a plant material, some kind of organic material. Wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That yeah. makes sense.
0: Interesting. There is so much more information about frost than I ever thought possible. <laughs> yeah. There are so oh, many I'm different sure. types of frost. Yeah. I did have some other fun information, and that is the word mana... M A N N A or I guess actually like the older spelling of this was just M mm-hmm. A But the meaning of it is what is it?
1: Really? <laughs> so well straight
2: straight up. Seriously? Okay? I mean, good yeah. point.
1: Good, uh, good great question.
2: I mean, honestly for all we know it could have actually been like we call, "Hey, we got to go out for our morning's collection of what the fuck that's all over the ground."
1: Jeez.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Our morning collection of what's it called yeah what's, what's that stuff exactly <laughs>
2: oh man yeah wow of what the heck what the, what what the heck? heck yeah there you go
1: jettica <laughs> potty mouth winston <laughs> sorry
2: sorry Hotty mouth winston yeah, sorry. yeah exactly and you stuff my mouth full of some kind of weird sticky insect balls and um call me good
0: yeah so we were talking earlier in the episode about whether, like, mana in Dungeons & Dragons and, like, video games and and the secret of mana, if it's the same thing or not. And what I found is that essentially just this idea that mana has since been used to refer to any sort of divine or spiritual nourishment. Mm. Mm. Oh. And I wonder if that nourishment applies also to sort of a metaphorical... That makes
2: sense, like a magical nourishment. nourishment.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) A magical
1: nourishment.
0: So I've got some fun facts okay. about manna in more modern contexts okay. that are all all upsetting in different ways. What? How, How so? so? Okay. This first one is at the Basilica of St. Nicholas in Italy. There's an annual ceremony of collecting a clear liquid from the tomb of St. Nicholas. Uh. It has a pleasant perfume.
1: That's good. Thank and goodness
0: legends credit this liquid with warding off evil and so it's sold to pilgrims as the manna of saint nicholas
2: Whoa. okay what, what? they're they like, just collecting seeps like seeps out of the, the tomb like like the condensation from the tomb or
0: it's unclear whether this actually comes from the body in the tomb or from uh, the marble no. or what um, oh dear! Or some theories that it's like salt water being transferred up into the tomb through capillary uh-huh. action, and then that being like white because it's, yeah, or, or I guess a clear liquid. Sorry, that's like the salt water coming out. Anyway, this is very,
1: <laughs> Rather,
0: very upsetting. Pretty.
2: What's, uh, Pretty what's the next one?
0: And then the next one is that in the 17th century, there was a woman who created a clear, tasteless product as a cosmetic called the manna of St. Nicholas of Bari. So that same dude whose tomb this seeps out of. But get this. After the deaths of some 600 <gasps> men, Italian authorities discovered that the alleged cosmetic was a preparation of arsenic used by their wives. Whoa. So she was secretly selling women poison for their husbands as a cosmetic called the manna That's of St. Nicholas something of Bari. All right.
2: I don't know if that's horrifying or if that's super badass. I mean, not that I appreciate murder, <laughs> right. but to be fair, women have kind of tried to have to uh, uh, push back against oppression in whatever way they can in centuries past. Wow. That's amazing. Wow. Boy, oh That boy. is really um,
1: fascinating. Oh, my goodness. So, <laughs> yeah, Dedeker, sure you had so. a couple things, too, to talk about?
2: Okay, well, I have to say, on the other side of this bonus episode, I started this whole episode recalling my childhood days of (laughs) seeing manna as like oyster crackers on the ground in the desert and like kind of delicious and really fulfilling. And now that's been transformed (laughs) into being purely horrified because whether it's, uh, some kind of weird insect goo or if it's some kind of thing leaking out of St. Nicholas, (laughs) or if it's secretly arsenic being used to kill somebody's husband, All of those are pretty terrible things. So thank you for ruining mana for me, Jace, this thing I kept so precious and dear.
0: (laughs) Your precious oyster crackers.
2: Uh
1: So I've been, yeah, well, oh, I mean, I've been to Italy and I'm wondering if I've seen this tomb or whatever that people are talking about. Have you been to ba- Bari,
2: Bari, Bari, Italy? Maybe, no. B-A-R-I? No, I
1: guess not. Okay. I don't know. I was like, right, is this... Then you're, then you're safe. Fine. All right. All right. But yeah, I well, just... Well,
2: something, uh, something to add to your bucket list, I For suppose. For sure,
1: to go to this place and mm. to collect the manna myself. No, I'm not going to yeah, do that. I'm not going to so do that at disturbing. all. That's gross. Wow. Um, <laughs> wow. Yeah.
0: Um, also, this is not the last we're going to hear of mana in the Bible. Not.
1: I bet it's not. Um,
0: on, no no spoilers here. This is more of like a teaser trailer. We are going to hear more about manna in more of the story of Moses, but also in the New Testament even. So this yeah. is going to come up for a while. So don't forget this, because you're going to need this knowledge in another few years. When we get oh, the my New goodness. Testament.
1: Wow. <laughs> well. Yeah. That was that was exciting. I hope uh, all of our lovely patrons learned something about mana today and weren't too disgusted. I'm sure we'll have more fun food facts on the next episode. <laughs>